Welcome to the Reinvent Relevance podcast. I'm your host, Jason Mutzfeld, Director of Learning at Merrifield Career Management. Our show is about what we do to help people who want to take charge of their careers. We call it Reinventing Relevance, embracing change to do meaningful work. Today's topic, how to make a relevant connection with your network. Joining me today is Michelle Merritt, the principal and founder at Merrifield. Michelle, take it away. Hi, Jason. Thanks for joining me to do this today. You know, 85% of all open positions are filled by networking. Now, we've just frightened a few people <laughs> by saying that, right? Um, yes, we there have. Are, there are a lot of people that just went, oh, crap, I don't know anybody and my network stinks and what do I, oh, crap, right? Everybody take a collective breath. We're going to walk you through this today um, and give you some tips on how to really activate that network that you have. I think the thing that we most commonly hear from clients, Jason, I know I hear it, I think you do too, is I don't have a network, right? And so the truth is that everyone has a network. It's just a matter of uncovering what network you have and figuring out how to leverage that network to meet your goals. And in this case, the goal of finding a new opportunity. Yes. A lot of people rely on the tried and true, well, I looked at a job post online and I applied for it and then nothing happened. And that's, that's more common than, than we want to admit, but it's just not as effective as networking. And, and that's, that's the truth. But you're right. So many people are afraid of networking. It's not that difficult when you get down into brass tacks, is it? I don't think so, but I do think that it also gets a bad name. Right, we think of those after hours slimy networking functions that include somebody who's had too much to drink and somebody else spilling their life story, and you know, or somebody trying to sell you oversell something. Right, and you know, listen, I teach this for a living, and I think I've shared this with everybody before. The first time I went to a networking event, and, and I think those networking events can be great. But the first time I went to one, I sat in the car for 20 minutes before I could talk myself into getting out of the car and going inside because I just dreaded it. <laughs> but it's really about understanding who is in your network. Um, and, you know, that's every single person you know makes up your network. Um, recently, we had a client that chose to outline his network on a spreadsheet, right? We love our finance, our technology clients, those who love Excel, we're right there with you. Um, I'm actually in awe of all of you, but um, you know, they, they, he literally outlined who he knew and wrote it down in a spreadsheet of, you know, and that was everything from who you currently work with yeah. to who you've worked with in the past. Mm -hmm. um, who your, your spouse or your significant other knows, um, mm -hmm. you know, who your, who are the co-parents at your kid's school? Literally everybody, you know, people you worship with, people you work with, people you socialize with and mm -hmm. start making the list of who you know, and then who they know. Start asking yourself, where do they work? Where do they worship? Where do their kids go to school? Where do they volunteer? Who do they hang out with on Saturday night? All of those things so that you can, and quickly you'll be able to see who might be able to help you, right? It's sort of this mm -hmm. giant jigsaw puzzle 
And the pieces fit in different places depending on the need at the time. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. Now, how does LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter and your good old fashioned email list, uh, your contacts that you have in your, on, your, on your phone, how does that work into networking in, in modern parlance? Because a lot of people don't realize that they're sitting on a networking gold mine just by having the account and being connected to a bunch of people. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? You bet. Um, so your network now has grown. Thanks to social media and technology, we are no longer six degrees to Kevin Bacon, right? Most of us are more like two or three degrees to Kevin Bacon. Those of you who are younger than Gen X, go look that up. Um, but you know what we know is that within just a couple people, we can be in touch with the majority of people in the world. And um, one great way to do that is through social media. So LinkedIn, obviously the preferred professional networking site, mm -hmm. that's going to be a good place for you to do your research. Find out if you're interested in a company, who do you know that works for that company or who works for that company? And then when you click on their profile, it will show you if you happen to be connected to anyone that they're connected to, those mutual connections. Um, that can be invaluable if you are really um, wanting to get into a certain company, asking someone to make that introduction for you, something mm -hmm. like that. Um, reaching out to those you know on LinkedIn or want to know on LinkedIn with a purpose in mind, being able to reach out, invite them to connect, explain that you share an industry and you've always been in awe of that company or you want to expand your network um, sometimes I think there's a misconception that it's specifically on LinkedIn. LinkedIn should only be people you already know in person. Um, and while many people choose that option, more and more people today are choosing to expand their network to people they don't actually know in person in order to gain more information and have a broader scope of connection. There's something about LinkedIn that's a little bit different than, say, Facebook or Twitter because people have that professional forward persona and they realize that they're putting their business self forward on LinkedIn. They're frequently a little more, uh, and would you say this is correct, they're a little more open uh, to being polite. <laughs> Let's just be honest here. Twitter can be a bit of a dumpster fire sometimes as far mm -hmm. as who you connect with, but on LinkedIn, it's a little more professional uh, on that level. And Microsoft has worked very hard to keep it that way, I believe. Are your, what do you say about somebody who's let's, has lost their job, they're on LinkedIn, and they're now wanting to ask for help? What would you say would be their best approach in something like that? So, you know, I think transparency becomes important, right? And your, how you present yourself becomes important. So if you are actively seeking a job and you don't either A, your employer knows that you're looking, or B, you're not employed currently, have your resume attached to your LinkedIn profile so that people can see that. Um, begin reaching out to other people in your industry. Be transparent that you are actively seeking a new position. Perhaps you've been laid off because of COVID-19 or another reason. And so it's easy to say, you know, I'm in a job search right now. I'm very interested in connecting with other people in my industry, with other people in my community. And begin reaching out. I believe you can connect to up to 100 people a day on LinkedIn before they'll stop you. So 
Um, you know, but be strategic about it. Do your research ahead of time. Know who you want to um, connect with and the reason for connecting. I think those are important things. We offer a class on our website that's completely free on how to leverage LinkedIn that will walk you through a lot more of the details than we have time for here. But I think that really expanding that network using LinkedIn can be very vital. That also means though that we need to be very conscientious about how we present ourselves, you know, sticking to just sharing about our industry, being polite, dinner table rules, of course, apply, things like this, so that you can present an image that you would be presenting to a potential potential hiring manager or interviewer. Exactly. Avoid that controversy. Now, speaking of controversial, what if you're in a position currently, you have a job, uh, and you're looking to do a little bit of job hunting on the side, uh, sort of under the radar, what are some tips to stay off your boss's attention and not send up flags saying, this person is looking for a new job? How do you go about something like that? First and foremost, check your privacy settings on your profile. Um, there's a privacy setting. So under, I believe it is settings and privacy under your name in the drop down menu, it will take you to a page that allows you to check yes or no, whether or not you want to notify people in your network when you've made a change to your uh, profile. So, you know, it may advertise to you, hey, Michelle just updated her volunteer experience, but I have the option or the ability to turn that off make sure that that's turned off so it's not broadcasting to your profile. The other thing is, you know, I don't think I would be put, you know, posting a, a, a sharing a post that says, hey, I'm actively looking if my employer doesn't know that, right? Um, don't be careful that even the things you comment on can be seen by other people who are viewing your profile. So if if you want to have a conversation with someone on LinkedIn about the fact that you're actively looking, have that in the message feature, not publicly on someone's post. Um, those would be some ways to sidestep, you know, broadcasting your search. But you can continue to use LinkedIn jobs. The more, um, the more built out your profile is, meaning the more it matches your resume, the more searchable you become to recruiters and hiring managers. So that means they're coming to you more than you're having to broadcast to them, which can be very beneficial. Now, if you're not trying to hide it, turning on the feature that lets recruiters and hiring managers know that you're looking and that you're open to opportunities can be, be really beneficial too. Gotcha. Now, Talk a little bit about, if you would, about hidden jobs. There's a lot that's written about how to find the jobs that aren't posted, and there are a lot of them. There are by far more jobs that aren't posted uh, that are that are ever put on an ADP or Paycom or whatever uh, employee tra employee applicant tracking system that than are ever advertised. Tell us a little about that, if you would. So hidden jobs can often be things that you know, an employer knows that they want to replace someone or they want to make a change in the organization. Maybe they're adding a new position, but they don't necessarily want to advertise it. They're not, they're going to go underground, if you will, and start looking for those people that people they respect know, right? So 
the best way to be in the know is to activate your network. And, you know, by letting our network know, once we've identified who's in our network, letting that network know, hey, I'm actively looking or, hey, I'm just passively looking. When you're passively looking, you probably need to be a little bit more selective about who you're having this conversation with. But letting your network know, hey, I'm open to possibilities, um, you know, considering all my options right now, or hey, I'm actively looking, I've been furloughed and need to, you know, really step up my search strategy. The more active you are in letting people know and engaging others in your search, the more likely it is that you'll hear of those things. Now, I think the one thing that's so important is to continue to follow up. Because once you leave that conversation or you hang up with that person, you're no longer top of mind. They have a whole life to attend to just like we do. So you're no longer top of mind for that person. So continue to follow up. Now there is a big dark line between stalking and following up, right? So if you check in with someone at the start of your job search, you know, three to four weeks later, check in with them again if you've not heard anything from them. Hey, wanted to let you know I'm still actively in my search. Um, if you hear of anything or anything has popped up, still really open to possibilities here. Um, keep in touch, you know, once a month or so, things like that. If someone says, I think you should contact this person, do it, right? Even if you don't realize or, or you're unsure how that person could really help you, Respect the fact that the person's made the connection for you, been willing to put their name out there, reach out to the person that they've suggested, and make sure to circle back and follow up with the person that offered to make the introduction or the connection for you, and let them know that you did that, so that you're actively acknowledging their efforts, and you just never know where things might lead. I think we make huge assumptions about how someone can help without just being open to what might come from a conversation. You just never know. I think sometimes we're also very disappointed when someone in our network is less than willing to help when we thought they might be first in line to help us. And so let's not place any expectations on anyone, but rather reach out. Again, be transparent. Don't just say, hey, can we grab a cup of coffee? Most of us don't have time for that in our lives. You know, I wish we did, but I can't meet, for, I can't meet everybody for coffee that asks, right? So being able to say, you know, Michelle, I've got some things going on in my life professionally, and I could really use your advice right now. Do you have time? Or, you know, I could use your input. I'm in a job search. Would I value your opinion. Can you make time for me? Is very different than, hey, I miss you all of a sudden after five years. Can do you have 30 minutes for coffee? Because I know that you have an agenda, so just tell me in advance what it is, because then it's respectful of my time too, and I'm more likely to make time for mm -hmm. that. And that's a that's a lot to that, the respecting of another person's time. It is valuable, and we all hate salespeople who don't respect our time. So try not to be that person. Well, that's about all we have time for today. Was there anything else you wanted to go over? You know, I think don't hesitate to network. Don't, it's not a big scary beast. Break it down into pieces. Again, identify who your network is. Start proactively reaching out. And I think you'll be surprised at the success you have. Exactly. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today. To find out more, you can take a look at 
our website, visit us on LinkedIn, and we will help you if you want to reach out to us, try and take control of your career because you can do it. So we hope you all have a great week. Stay safe, stay sane, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye, everybody.